Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, absolutely. We'll talk it for a little bit. Uh, Jags hosting the Baltimore Ravens uh, this weekend. Uh, boy, that was an ugly fest this past weekend, wasn't it? Absolutely. It's one that um, is definitely a stain on Gus Bradley's career as a head coach and one that uh, I would definitely say hurt him very badly, uh, probably his worst loss. Since, uh, I mean, other than that Patriots one, that was a pretty bad one, too. But uh, this one really hurts, and um, and people are pointing fingers at him and the coaching staff, and uh, the people of Jacksonville are, are ready for a change, it seems. I'll be honest with you guys, Dick. Hold that thought. I'll be I'll be honest with you. By the way, Dick Rocky's in studio with me this morning, the voice of the uh, the Blazers, which you'll be able to hear him this weekend as well against uh, West Florida tomorrow night. But I got to say this, um, guys. I have been a huge Gus Bradley supporter. I have been on his side the whole time since he started. I've been a big advocate of his. Give him a shot. I'll be honest with you. After Sunday's game, that's when the doubts really started not just creeping in but taking over because you just cannot have a team go out and perform like that. And and I'll be honest with you, I'm one of these guys, I don't believe in, in every case that it all falls on the coach's shoulders, but I'm going to hold him squarely responsible for that performance. He did not have that team ready to play out in San Diego Sunday. And I'll let y'all talk about that as well. Yeah, I would agree, Phil. It, it seems that they were unprepared. And not only that, it, I mean, we talked about this last week. When they go on the West Coast, they've always seemed unprepared. I don't know what it is about traveling that far, but they just never seem ready to go. And, I mean, when you, I'm, I'm with you on Gus Bradley. I've been a supporter of his for the longest. But when when you look at what they've done over the years and the mistakes that the Jaguars keep making and the the fact that they seem to not mature over time, they're still making the same mistakes. You have to solely kind of point that to coaching because you can't really see growth in them as and in terms of, you know, them getting better or, or in terms of them living in the moment, should I say. And, and that's a concern. And, and, Gus Bradley and the staff, you know, they have a short window to improve that. So we'll see what happens with the Baltimore Ravens. This is a team that they beat last year, and uh, this would really, you know, a win here would really help them get going in the right direction. Well, the thing that's happened, too, is is there was a lot of expectations. I'm not going to say to win the Super Bowl or anything, but the expectations were so much higher than they have been in the past. And then, you know, the owners up there, they're, I don't know what the attendances have been affected you out there in Jacksonville, but, uh, when you got that, when you got that pressure on you as a coach and, and it's just not, you're just failing right now. As, as we say, pro football is a game. If you can't win, you're fired. Right, right. You're right. And Shotgun has shown, the owner has shown patience with Gus Bradley. And it is to the point now that that patience might be wearing, wearing thin. We'll have to see. Like I say, he does have a 
uh, attempt to kind of cool his hot seat by beating the Ravens. Um, and they did, you know, they did show up okay against the Packers. They didn't win in the end, but, you know, they stuck with him. So, you know, it, he still has a chance, just a small window, though, however, to improve upon uh, this season. And that's the thing about it. You know, you come out and you play a game like you did against Green Bay. You come within inches of, of maybe, you know, defeating Green Bay. If we get that first down, you know, we got a fourth down at their 14 yard line and you give everybody hope and your team comes out with all that energy. Now, I thought that was a good test going to San Diego and seeing if we could uh, maintain that intensity. And I'm not going to compare a Gus Bradley uh, with a Bill Belichick, but look at Bill Belichick last night in the Patriots. They did not have their first-string quarterback. They didn't even have their second-string quarterback. They had a uh, a player that, uh, you know, in Jacoby Brissett, who mm-hmm. played at the North Carolina State and Florida um, and was a late-round draft pick, I think, for the Patriots. And the guy looked like, you know, he looked like a uh, a, a, a made-for-prime-time quarter, NFL quarterback last night in their shutout win at that over uh, Houston. So I just look, you know, I look at that and just think, come on. There's no excuse for going out there and just getting blasted like you did. Team had no energy, just had no drive. And, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm angry about that. I really am. That, that's where I just lost my faith in Gus Bradley. I really did. Now, he's got a lot of season to, t- to, to get it back. And I'll give him an opportunity, and it starts this Sunday with the Ravens. I think it's a game we should win. Absolutely. Um, I'm with you in terms of, um, you know, being kind of upset about how the team came out. And I really agree with what you said about Bill Belichick. And, I mean, you the thing about it is, you know, there there isn't going to be a lot of coaching staffs like what the Patriots have in New England. But, his ability and their staff's ability to have the team prepared for any and pretty much everything has shown up. And you would like to see some of that with Gus Bradley or at least the ability to be prepared and be competitive. And, you know, it's been times where the Jags don't look competitive at times, and that that's an issue as well. But, I mean, and one thing that I want to credit Bill Belichick and the Patriots for doing is what they did with Brissett is they basically game-planned around him. You know, they catered the game plan to him. And that's one thing that I would like to see the the Jaguars do because they're, in a way, trying to force their defense on the players, which it seems like is not working because we are getting blasted on the defensive end side of the ball. So, you know, it, it just seems as if they could better fit that scheme on, de- on the defensive end to, uh, you know, to better – the players and the personnel that they have and get Miles Jack on the field, those type of things, you know, but we'll see if they um, put a second straight win up on the Baltimore Ravens. They have had success against them and it is a home game, so they do have that going for them. Absolutely. Dickie, anything else you want to ask James? No, that's it. Well, James, buddy, I appreciate you calling in. Let's uh, We'll try to get you back in at an earlier time where we'll have more time to talk with you next week. Yes, sir. You have a good one. All right. All right. You too, James. That's our buddy James Johnson. He does a good in. job. He, you know, he. Oh yeah, now he knows. Uh, he knows his football now. He knows uh, Jags football.